it's so easy to feel nothing. But what's easy is not always what you want. In life, there cannot be shortcuts. Peace of mind comes from every piece of life that you didn't avoid. And the truth is, we will all be destroyed in this game of tug of war. We are pulling on both sides of the rope, whether we should cheat or work hard. On today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we go deeper on the series of Finishing Strong. We start to look specifically at the power of community. Understanding the people you are choosing to do life with. Are they helping you progress towards what you want in life or forcing you to regress towards what you don't want? And we also understand the concept of success modeling. Modeling those who have gone before you and are successful in the areas that you deem important and learning and modeling after the path that they walked. Enjoy. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara and this is 4AM motivations a podcast that is completely dedicated to your growth now it is currently 4 19 in the morning and we're grateful you're here because you are starting our morning off with us because again if you were not aware we not only call this 4 a.m motivations but we film at 4 a.m now today we are going deeper on this series of finishing strong how to finish this year off with strength with momentum and as the best version of you Now, many of us, we get misled. We start to believe that January 1, the new year, is when we'll start to actually truly commit to the goals that we have on our hearts and our minds. However, if you are truly a person that desires growth, you know the beauty that comes with growing every day. And there's no greater gift that you can give yourself than to start right now, work through the kinks of what it means to get started, And then once January comes, you have already hit the ground running and you can start with momentum and confidence and certainty that everything you're wanting to accomplish, you will. So let's go deeper today on this topic of the power of community. Who are you doing life with? Now, I am a firm believer that we become very much like the five closest people in our lives. And it's really quite simple. It is called pattern adaptation. Every single person makes a decision, and then when they make that decision consistently, it becomes a pattern, and then that pattern will decide the life that they arrive at, whether they achieve their goals or whether they don't. And what happens is, very, very simply, is that we get caught up in other people's patterns. And let's say those are some patterns that don't lead to very many great things and you start to get caught up in that because you are friends with this person and you're spending so much time with them, then you can't be surprised when you arrive at your goals much longer than expected or you don't arrive at all. So it's important that we realize and recognize the people we're doing life with. Pattern adaptation it is so likely that we start to adapt to other people's flows and other people's patterns. Let's say somebody that you work with, whenever they get stressed out at work or somebody rubs them the wrong way, their first response is to complain, is to gossip about them, is to talk real negatively and condemn their character of the person that wronged them or annoyed them. What will happen is, The more you hear that person in that pattern of always responding by complaining or gossiping, you start to find yourself in those same urges and those same pulls. And now when somebody wrongs you, 
or somebody annoys you, your first response is to gossip as well. Now, sometimes it's helpful for people to show us an example of what not to do, but also it's much easier for people to rub off on us the more consistently we're around them. That's why I also believe that choosing the right partner for marriage is an extremely important one. You have to choose somebody that lives in patterns that you would like to adapt to or you know you're not fearful of if you actually adapted to the ones that they're currently in. So pattern adaptation, this is a very real thing. Now, I believe that we should be choosing and curating the people that we're doing life with. Are the people around you making you better or are they making you worse? Are they themselves striving for growth and pushing for excellence and being passionate about a life that they're hoping to achieve, whether financially, career, family, relationships, whatever it is? I don't personally care what people are striving for. I just care that they're striving. Now, personally, I am attracted to people that care and focus on growth. I think it's exciting. I think it's inspiring when I see people that are striving for great things. Although they may not be the things that I'm striving for, they themselves are striving for something greater than themselves, a vision that they're trying to attain. So I believe the more that I'm around them, the more that I can hear the decisions they're making and just see them living out these patterns daily, the better of a man I will become for the success journey that I'm on. It's almost a selfish decision to choose to surround myself with men and women that I am truly inspired by. In the Bible it says, iron sharpens iron, therefore man should sharpen another. So I believe iron, we, we get to sharpen ourselves with the people we're around just by simply being around them. So another example of pattern adaptation. Right? It's not just on the negative side, but also on the positive side. And again, somebody else that might hit the snooze button every time when they wake up. What about the people that don't? What about the people that define those standards in the morning and immediately when they wake up, they jump out of bed and they're excited. They embrace life and they go exercise or they read or they go pray. Whatever it is, when I see how other people are starting their mornings, it makes me want to make better decisions for my mornings, create those patterns across my life, which will then lead to a much greater result. So again, what's the point here? Well, every single person that you're around, right now they are choosing to either live in very good patterns or very low ones. Ones that are either holding them back or ones that are propelling them forward. It's so important that we choose the people that we're around so intentionally because more than likely they are rubbing off on the decisions that you're making. If you see five people around you always hitting snooze every single day, then more than likely you give yourself the excuse to say, you know what, hey, they're sleeping in, whatever. But when you know the five closest people around you are not, and they're getting up after it, how much more called are you to getting up to? So choose those people wisely. Surround yourself with great people. Because I also believe in another aspect of our success journey. And this is something that's been really big across my life. And this is not necessarily something I'm going to teach you that you're not aware of, but I really do want to express how important this has been in my life. Success modeling. When you see someone that is in the place that you want to be, maybe they're in the body that you desire, maybe they're in the career or the level of success or the level of spirituality, when you see people that are succeeding at a greater level than you, 
the greatest thing you can do is model them. Figure out what they are doing and what they did to get to that point. And honestly, start to make those decisions. And the best part is you get to avoid the mistakes that they had to make to get there in the first place. Success modeling. When we desire where someone else is at in their life, we start to take notes on what their process is, what they did to get there. The greatest gift we can give ourselves is get to know them, understand their journey, and replicate it. And yes, we had to do things our own way and make our own mistakes. However, that learning curve becomes a whole lot quicker when you see someone that's gone before you. Let me give you some examples. So I have somebody very important in my life. This man's name is Chip. Chip is the greatest leader I have come across. His level of leadership is something that inspires me and it reminds me daily that there is another level to the way that I'm leading. When I see Chip interact with the teams that he is leading or the individuals that are on his teams, it always reminds me how much more I could care for the people I'm leading, how much more intentional I could be, how much more loving and patient, and how much more I could over-deliver for them. Every time I'm around Chip, it is this great reminder to model his leadership because it makes mine better. And then also, Chip is a phenomenal husband. And one of the greatest things I've learned from him is how to be a great husband. And I don't think I'm anywhere near his level just yet, but I'm modeling his path, modeling his process to eventually get there because I admire him for that. I have another friend, Jay. We'll just keep him short for that, Jonathan Joseph. But Jay uh, is a phenomenal financial investor. Jay is a phenomenal entrepreneur. Jay is the most successful person of all of my friends, and I can't believe that he is at this level of success. Jay is so intentional with his finances that he has found himself in a level of wealth that I am aspiring for, a level of freedom that I am dreaming of. Right now, Jay is traveling through the Sahara of Africa looking at all these beautiful animals, and I would only love to be on that trip as well if I could financially support my wife and I. Now, what am I saying? It's not that I'm just admiring his riches or his wealth. I admire the things he did to get there. He sacrificed so much of his time to get ahead with his work, with his business ideas, but also he stewarded his finances so well, living within budgets, living modestly, so that he could actually set aside money for the finer things of life. And he's enjoying them. I model our financial decisions, our investments, a lot of times based on the path that he's taking and that he's taken. It's a great person to always be in my life and I'm grateful for him. Another example is the person that's coming on the podcast in our next episode. And this is our lead coaching trainer, Pierce. Now, Pierce, I've expressed to him how much he inspires me, but there is no other person in my life with a greater commitment to excellence, with a greater dedication to serving people than Pierce. Pierce's commitment to coaching reminds me how much more committed I could be to coaching and how much more committed I could be to my clients. Now, I own this company. My, my team, the people I'm working with, they follow my leadership. What a beautiful gift I've been given to have this man come on my team and keep the standards of delivering to people so relentlessly high that I am literally hiring somebody that I am also being inspired by. If you one day have the opportunity to work with Pierce, 
I promise you, he will be such an added blessing and added value to your life that it will be worth 20 times more than what you invested into working with him. Now, that is not some sales pitch. You can have one conversation with Pierce and be so reassured that there is no other person that would be more dedicated to you and your growth than him. I can guarantee you that. So Pierce has such a dedication to excellence that it reminds me to always stay sharp and always be striving for growth and to never neglect the fundamentals that have gotten us to this point. Now, that is one of about 20 examples that I could tell you. But what did I just do? I'm not just modeling one person and the overall character of their life. No, I find the different characteristics that I admire from these people and I model exactly that. I have big brothers in my faith of being a Christian. I have big brothers in my fitness journey. I have so many areas that I'm constantly seeking to get better in. And I just model the success of the people I'm around. You want to start doing the same. I think a very easy and practical thing that you can start doing is really just evaluating the people that you're doing life with. And not thinking negatively of them. Not trying to kick them to the curb. But maybe just starting to say, am am I growing with these people or am I regressing? And you know what? Who out there is somebody that I could start modeling today? I believe that there's another level to all of our lives. And I believe that there's another level to you in these last few months of finishing this year strong. And what greater thing to start understanding than the people you're doing this life with? There's people around you right now that can propel you forward, to propel you faster in this last fourth quarter, this last stretch of the year. So the best thing you can do is start being surrounded with them consistently. Now, I believe that this also isn't as easy as it sounds. I think that there are certain people that we're going to do life with regardless, whether they are positive or whether they're negative, whether they're in great patterns or low patterns. We're going to have them in our lives. So I'm not telling you to kick people to the curb, but I am telling you to keep your boundaries. We all need boundaries. What what are boundaries? It is a healthy distance that we keep from people. There is this understanding that I have a boundary with my mornings. Nobody can intrude on my mornings because my mornings define and improve the rest of my life. I have a boundary with my mornings. I am encouraging you to start defining the boundaries with the people in your life. There are people that have, yes, time with you, but how much time is based upon you. You have to start understanding that people will stay as far as you keep them. So I'm not telling you to kick people to the curb. If you're seeing somebody seven days a week and you have no choice but to see them seven days a week, How many hours do you actually need to see them in those days? Can you get more alone time? Can you step away and get out of that space as often as you can? Now, if you're with people that you're just choosing to be around and it would be harmful to them, you're worried about hurting their feelings, things of that nature, I get it. However, the important thing is that they get around people that their patterns are in alignment with. A lot of times people are not wrong for who they are. And you're not wrong for the decisions and the person that you're becoming. And the best thing that we can do is allow people to start getting more acclimated with people that are like them and that are headed to the same place and allow you to start getting more acclimated with people that are like you. That's why we want to be of people that are like-minded. 
We want people that see the same visions of life and we get on that same path as them so we all start achieving that same vision. The people that you're around that you would maybe deem toxic, I don't want to start calling people toxic or not. I think we throw around that word a little bit too freely, a little too carefree. However, what does toxic mean? It is simply the idea that it does not help something grow, it helps something die, it helps something regress. So what you want to do with anybody that might be holding you back from growing, I think the most important thing you can do is set boundaries from them, continue to get more alignment with your growth and the people that you're around, start defining those boundaries consistently. And maybe somebody that once saw you five times a week, maybe it's best to see them once. And maybe the people that you saw once every week, well, maybe we can start cutting it back to once every two weeks. You have to start defining those boundaries. And the thing is, I don't necessarily think you need to express this or have some dramatic conversation. I don't think it has to be that. It can be if you choose. I just think you're simply setting a boundary and creating space, and eventually you'll see them as well. Now, on the opposite, right, it's not just about creating boundaries around the people that we don't want to be around. I think it's also how do we actually start finding the people that we are like? I think it's simple. You, for one, have to dedicate your life to excellence in the fields that you want to become excellent in. When you are consistently focused on finding excellence in the areas that you deem important in your life, what happens is you start to find yourself in places with other people that are doing the same. The first step is not necessarily looking east and west and saying, all right, who can help me out with step one? I think really the first step is you getting yourself started on that path of excellence, on that path of fitness and a great marriage and quality reading and quality health, all these things. And then what happens is you start to find yourself in the same places where others are doing the same. A very easy example, and I think most men who go to the gym would say it, the easiest place for a man to make a friend is at the gym. (laughs) When you're dedicated to excellence with your body and you see another man who's there, it's an easy way to strike up conversation and now you found yourself a gym partner. I swear it's weird how easily men become friends at the gym. It's almost commonplace for us. Also, take ourselves out of maybe the more typical examples. I think it comes the same with our professions. When we're doing great in our work, all of a sudden we start to look east and west at the people that are committed to their work as well. And not just the people that are cutting out right as the clock strikes three or sprinting to their cars and avoiding doing anything extra. They only do the bare minimum. When we start to avoid those people in our life, and we start to get more associated with the people that are doing excellent, reaching out and actually asking questions and wanting to learn more, I think we're now getting in alignment with people that want the same. So the first step is becoming focused on achieving excellence in your path and then starting to look east and west at the locations and the places that you find yourself in and seeing who else is doing the same. Now today, my friends, for your homework... I really think it's a simple one. In this fourth quarter, the first step is really evaluate who you're doing life with. Number one, evaluate the people and just say, are these people helping me grow or are they helping me regress? And then step two, start to identify the people in your life, the people that you've seen, that you've heard of, whatever it is, and start to model their success. Ask them questions, sit down with them, reach out, whatever it is. Ask them how they're doing, what they're doing, how they've gotten to the point that they're at, and start to learn from their example. So again, let's get clear on our homework. We know what we're doing. Be intentional about this because the people you're doing life with will help you carry through and finish this year off with strength and also get you some real vision of what's possible for the new year as well. 
And that's it for today. Enjoy, my 4 a.m. friends. Until next time. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4 a.m. Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.